Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast, where you can find me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I also have a distributor called Buzzsprout that will distribute my my podcast to other platforms. So I was going to, you know, you know, I was a little down and out today. This is really kind of good for my mindset to to allow my mind to uh, express how how I'm feeling. Um, uh, as most of you know, I don't have anybody. I'm crippled or disabled or some form of cerebral palsy. Uh, don't really have great relationships with people. Uh, mostly never with women. Um, so we're going to talk about that. So there was a time about about 10 years ago, well, maybe like 13 years ago, and I, I was hanging with my friends. I've told this story on this podcast. And I was going to the bar with my um, two friends, and these are the guys I usually hang out with, and these are the guys that, you know, Maybe like five out of ten nights, they would get some girl's phone number and hook up with them and all that. And I was just scrawny along the way with them, and I'm just trying my best to be the most positive person in the world. And it's really difficult for me to be positive because a lot of times uh, certain situations don't go well or don't go at all. So... Long story short, when we go to the bar, we're getting into the entrance. I'm talking to a girl, her best friend, who might be a lesbian, is getting all flustered with us talking. And her friend is trying to tell me that I cannot talk to her friend any longer. And then she goes along with saying that she goes to my friends and tells them that I'm harassing them. And the girl that I'm talking to, she and I are corresponding, having a conversation, and she doesn't seem to care, but she's not defending me neither. So the night goes through, those two girls, you know, gradually leave my circle of three feet circle of presence around them, and I could tell that the girl that actually liked me, but she was too ashamed to say anything. So you're t- now you're asking, where, so where are you going with this? You already told this part of the story. And this part of the story is, is, is going to be something that, I, that just happened recently. Happened yesterday. So I would... I had yesterday off. I worked on the weekends. I worked at the hospital. And I happened to go to Wally Burger because I'm hungry. Don't want to cook. I have the day off. I'm out and about Grand Rapids. I'm a little sad and lonely and whatever and don't have friends. So I, so I go to Wally Burger. I order a burger, had fries. And then my I posted a picture of myself at at 
Wally Burger, and I just said, oh, try a new place to eat. And my sister-in-law, she asked me if her niece was working there, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm not looking out for her. I'm not not even looking for her, anything like that at the time. So coming to find out, she's working there, and I don't know her her niece that well so I don't I don't even speak to her I don't even say nothing to her I just let her do her job and just be who she is and just leave her alone and it's funny when I say leave her alone it's like that implies that I would harass her I would make her feel uncomfortable and because I didn't say anything to her my sister-in-law responds in a text well didn't you did you say anything to her like no why would I I don't I don't know her she doesn't know me and what she says is that here I tell, I'll show you what she says this is what she says to me so this is what she says so I'm at Wally Burger sitting around by myself like usual because there's no one to talk to and I have no significant other and she she's asking me oh my niece works there and I said oh I see a girl with curly hair who knows and so what's her name she tells me her name and I said yep that's her and I responded to her and said I didn't say anything to her. And this is what my sister-in-law says. I was wondering if you were going to harass her. So I'll think about that. And then I responded. This is how I responded. Now you understand what, where I'm coming from. If I speak to any woman, it could be or it is considered harassment. That's why I do not speak to any woman or any girl, unless I know she's okay with me. So the fact that my sister-in-law implies that if I talk to a girl, I'm harassing her. And this is a a a a uh, a common uh, uh, scenario that a lot of people will say about me. And. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that if I if I was good looking and I was talking to a girl, it wouldn't be considered harassment. But because I'm wobbling around and I'm not really doing anything, and you know, I just don't look that I'm just not that good looking of a person. And most men who are some form of cerebral palsy and and a stroke, and they're kind of like shifting back and forth because they their one side of their body isn't working as well as the other and because of that for me to even talk to any girl it would be considered of me in their presence as a form of harassment it's a form of i am dis- disrespecting their space i i am in a situation that I should not ever go up to a girl and talk to her as a 
as an individual that I may or may want to talk to because I might or might not be attracted to her. And all this is what I'm saying, might and might not, and I should and should not. That's my defensive mechanism to protect myself and my rights from being misunderstood. And you have to really understand that there's no place for me to go to talk to a, any girl without anyone looking at by the third party from the outside of my conversation with that girl without them thinking that either A, I'm a special needs child or person, two, I am a person that should not be even talking to a girl about anything that may be considered a a a move or a, a an attraction towards her. And and that in itself got me really bummed out yesterday. It really did. Because the fact that she, my sister-in-law, implied that any girl that I talk to, I'm harassing them. And, you know, it's, and this goes all the way back from, from high school and before high school. So if I was going to talk to a girl in high school or if I was going to talk to a girl in, in middle school, it was my fault for their, for me being in their presence. So people have made me feel uncomfortable talking to a girl that I'm attracted to or simply just talking to a girl that I want to talk to. They make it out that I am the problem. And if I was not disabled, I would not be the problem. If I did not look like I was disabled, I would not be the problem. I would just be an, an ugly average man talking to a girl, and, and it would mean nothing. I, she might say hi. She might start small talking with me. But she doesn't have to do anything with me. But... If I was an average ugly man, that would be totally acceptable. And then she would go on her way and I would go on my way and nothing would ever happen. But the assumption, though, is that if I am a disabled man talking to any girl, the assumption is that, A, I'm a creep, two, I'm harassing them, three, she, she feels sorry for me. So she doesn't like me. She feels sorry for me. And four, she is a ridiculous girl to even give me any time of day. Any time of day. For me to think any girl should spend minutes, seconds, hours with me, it's, it's something that I should consider obnoxious, stupid, ridiculous. And this is my, this is kind of like my almost cry for help because I don't ever win. I can't win. I'm not supposed to win. I'm supposed to be just sitting there staring on the wall and maybe talking to other men about sports or politics or anything that has to do with work. And it's, to me, it's just, to me, it's sad. It's sad that, that 
that I have to live my life based on what other people's perspective of me or what people's perspective of disabled men are supposed to be. This is my life. I don't have a sense of freedom that other people have. I don't understand why people complain about not having a girlfriend or not having a boyfriend. And then all those guys who complain like, well, I was once married, and then she took the house, and she took the kids, and then she took everything. She didn't take you. She didn't take everything from you. You both got involved in a relationship that didn't work, and the court system kind of sucks. And you weren't, and you weren't, and you were not able to protect your assets. You didn't write a prenup. You didn't do all the right corrections at all. You, and now the rest of your life, you're always going to have that thing. Well, my first marriage sucked. Well, yeah, it was your first marriage. So what? Move on. Go find a new girl. And all those girls who say, oh, I can't find a good man. Well, he's there. You're just being a jerk about it. You just don't want him to be a, a mechanic or a, 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 a trucker. Your fixation of what a movie star like Ryan Gosling or Brad Pitt or whoever is famous now is obnoxious. It is obnoxious. So I don't feel bad for able-bodied people. I really don't. I think they're babies. I think they're all crybabies. They They all get their butts hurt because they used to be horsing around with their ex-wives and cheating on their ex-wives and they're cheating on their ex-husbands and now they're all by themselves. And they go, oh, poor me. No one loves me. Yeah, someone did love you and you and you fucked it up. And you failed in communication skills. And then you tell them, people are telling me that I should be happy just to be alive and sit around and hope for the best. Oh, I, I should never. I mean, I should never be around in the presence of a woman because her presence is just too holy for me to be around her. It's pathetic. The people who are telling me to not harass women are what Christians and these Jews and these Muslims and all these religious fanatics and all these people that have all these rules about what a girl should be or what a guy should be or what I can say or what I can't say or what I should not or what girl should talk to me. They're going to tell the girl these are the same people who tell these women who do like me who do who are somewhat attracted to me to to pretend I don't exist. Oh, oh, it's just Andre. Oh, you don't want to be with Andre. He's he's a little disabled. He's a little like this. You know, I work 40 hours a week. And I pay my I pay my dues, I pay my rent. I pay my my bills, my electric bill. I pay my car insurance. I do all this stuff by myself and I never have anyone to help me out and I have what I do have is I get people in my ears telling me oh don't talk to her she doesn't want your attention oh she 
She just likes you because she feels sorry for you. It's always this negative vibe. If I were to tell you anything, I would tell you this. If you ever moved in, if you ever moved into Michigan, do not move into Jenison or Hudsonville, Michigan. They're prejudiced, racist jerks. They're they're that that pretentious Christians who say that they go to church, but but they don't live like the way they're supposed to. None of them do. Every, in Jenison, everyone cheats on each other. They have swinners. In Hudsonville, people cheat on each other. But they don't swing. They just have other relationships. And these are the people that who keep telling me, keep talking to me and say, well, you shouldn't harass her. What, is he, what does that even fucking mean? What does that even mean? I'm surprised you didn't harass her. What does that fucking mean? That's not a confidence booster. What you should have said, you said, hey, say hi for me. Say hi to her for me. That's what she should have said. And that's it. But nope, it's harassment. People are just not cool, man. They're just not cool. They're just not, no, I just, just don't get it. I just, sometimes I just wish I was never born. So I wouldn't have to be lingering and lingering on this road of nowhere. At least my road, my life is going nowhere. I pay my rents, I pay my dues, I pay my taxes, and I get no respect. You know, I just don't get any respect to people. People. They all laugh at me. They always talk behind my back. They always make me feel real uncomfortable. That's why I don't even go to Manelli's no more because I know they're talking about me. You know, you can tell that, you know, if you don't fit in their Christian white bullshit, they're just going to, I don't know, I just don't get it. They're just not nice people. I would not move into Jenison. Hudsonville, Wyoming, or Byron Center. Jerks. Straight up jerks. I I don't want to hear it. That's why I moved downtown to Grand Rapids so that there are different people always coming in to Grand Rapids because they have conferences. And you get all these people from California and you get people from Texas. You get people from all these other states. And it's fun to talk to people because... They don't know who I am, and I don't know who they are, and I'm never going to talk to them ever again, but I have the most amazing conversations with people and what they do for a living. I mean, it's, it's really sad that I have to... I have to have a conversations with, with complete strangers and... And I have to, and 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 I listen to their lives, and they're talking about their wives, and they're talking about their kids, and what types of jobs they do, and it and it always dawns on me that you know what, man, I'm never going to have that. I'm never going to have that wife. I'm never going to have that, that that 
girl that's that will show me off to her friends and show me off to her parents and you know I'm just never going to have that it's just I don't know how to explain it to you I just don't know I just don't know how to explain it it's just it's such a world of emptiness like like I can get really depressed by thinking about it but I can pull myself out of that depression because I know nothing besides being alone and being able to adjust my feelings and know that there's nothing I can do to change the fact that I'm disabled. There's nothing that I can do to tell a girl or any girl that that I'm totally cool. I'm just because I'm a little disabled, you don't have to think about it. It's not a big deal. I can't do that. I can't convince any girl to just like me no matter what. She might like me a lot, but to be with me, that's a whole different question. That's a whole different lifestyle. I mean, it's it's really weird. I don't know how to explain it. I'm always I'm always alone, but you know, and I'm not ever usually sad about it. Just never really sad about it. And the only times I get sad is when people remind me that 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 most women of all women are not going to like me in that way. That intimate uh intimate friendship into a sexual uh encounter or connection that's the only times i get depressed about it that's the only times i don't i don't think about it i just don't ever think about having a girlfriend anymore or thinking about you know having kids or or growing old with some girl i just don't think about that cuz People make me feel guilty for that. People make girls, other girls, feel guilty for wanting that with me. Man, I just, I don't know how to explain it. I wish my life was a lot, somewhat easier. I wish I wasn't disabled. I wish, I wish a lot of stuff. Sometimes I just wish I wasn't born. I don't, I don't feel it's necessary for me to be alive and lingering. And not get any any type of uh, compliment for my hard work and my diligence to be at work and get my job done correctly. There's nothing I can get out of it. Yeah, I might have a good 401k and I might retire someday. I don't know if I'm going to retire, but, but someday when I do retire, it's just going to be me and my apartment by myself, I'm going to wake up every morning, sitting there, drinking coffee, and then doing what? I don't know. All right, folks, I'm sorry about the episode again, kind of droopy and sad, or just not, I just, 
I'm doing this podcast so that people will always see my perspective. It's not a fun perspective. It's just, it's just, it's a, it's a very, very hard knock life. It's very long. And it's very drooling. And it's just, it just never ends. I just never, I just never, it just never ends. All right, you know, like you all know where to find me. You can find me on, on Spotify as Andre's podcast, Crazy Dre's podcast show. Uh, Apple's podcast, uh, that same thing, Andre's podcast and Crazy Dre podcast show. Uh, if you want to email me, give me a word of encouragement, ask me questions about how to raise your child with some form of disability, I would love to talk to you. So you can find me at Crazy Dre Podcast Show at gmail.com. Peace and love. I'm out.